Hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another edition of the Barley Cast. With me yet again, Chris Smith. Fuck you. <laughs> oh man, look, <clears throat> look at him. He has his hair down. Everybody, fuck off. <laughs> View. This is a big shock, but we just got done doing his podcast. Now we're doing mine. Yes, come check with me out. Well, I'm doing a black and white fright fest where we all month long. I'm reviewing black and white horror movies. I'm gonna plug my own show into your show, fuckface. Did you hear that, folks? Black and white. Chris don't see color. Not for this month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that sounded so fucking bad. <laughs> it's a good thing I set that line up hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> uh, I mean, the last podcast I did... Did we make a rape joke about Chewie? Oh, no, we talked about... Oh, yeah, we did, because we said that uh, Lando's going to Bill Cosby Chewie. <laughs> That's what we said. All right, Dr. Hustable. Calm down. Uh, anyway, okay, so no, I'm not racist, so let's just get that out of the... I mean, I think you're making it worse. Uh, not racist, but... I'm, just, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not racist, but... Um, no, no. You ever just get tired? <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, I keep digging a hole. I'm just going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> what are you talking about? I have a shovel, too. <laughs> uh, oh, no. This podcast is like a minute in. We're going great, man. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, Guys, before we started, I had to tell him to stop saying the N-word. So. <laughs> don't, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> you think I'm going to restart, but I'm really not. <laughs> I know you're not going to restart, because now I feel bad. I <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, we're fine. <laughs> it's playfully racist. I'm not going to get in trouble. You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> Comedy's subjective. <laughs> no, but I'm kidding. But anyways, well, I mean, I am from Madison. and Well, technically, you're from Seymour. <laughs> but I live in Madison. That is true. Now you live in Medora. Yeah, so I went from bullshit, which is Seymour, to the clan, which is in Madison, to now meth, because I'm in Medora. <laughs> bullshit, which is Seymour. Why is Seymour bullshit? I don't know. I just want to say it. Because you know it's home. <laughs> yeah, sure. Anyways. <sighs> oh, God. I'm not part of the clan, nor do I live in Madison. <laughs> well, why do you keep digging a hole? I'm just saying. If you would make a joke out of it, you wouldn't dig a hole. Jesus. Just, that's. They do clan rallies in Madison, and I'm just like, why? No, no, no. They don't do clan rallies. They, do. they have picnics. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, they have clan picnics in Madison. They shut down half the city. It's kind of funny because everybody makes fun of it. <laughs> should probably stop talking because half my um, viewership is in Madison <laughs> and Kentucky. <laughs> Damn, a little bomb. <laughs> None took her germs. <laughs> took her germs. Anyways. Anyways. Now we got all that out of the way. <laughs> so, Rambo. Oh. Taken, but Rambo. Yeah, basically. I mean. That's what they should have, like, slashed that to. Just, like, Taken, but Rambo. So, yeah. Rambo. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, well, they can't have the one guy do it because of what he said. Who, mm. Nielsen? Yeah. What is that? Like... I don't. I don't remember what it was. It was. It was like weirdly like specific. Where it was like, it's kind of old. It's kind of old hat, and it's like stupid for me to bring it up considering the jokes we just made. Oh God, bring. Can you say it? 
Um, he randomly told somebody, like a reporter, that like a friend of his was raped by like a black guy or something, mm-hmm. and he said like anytime he saw a black guy, he just wanted to kill him, and the reporter was like, oh. "What?" <laughs> I was just asking how the film was. That's what the fuck. Yeah, so that's why they. Can't, I don't like. Yeah, everybody's just nervous shooting with him now. Because they're like, he'll just open his fucking mouth and say something fucking stupid. Oh, like every actor. Well, not as stupid as that. No. That was pretty stupid. Like Tom Cruise when he talks about Scientology. Or John Travolta when he talks about Scientology. Or Remember whose podcast, John? Scientology in general. How them aliens feeling. Bitch. (laughs) Just bitch. Now I'm going to have weird random cars follow me back home. And then I'm going to die of a drug overdose like Philip Seymour Hoffman, even though I don't do drugs. You're my podcast. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, paper trails. <laughs> paper trails. <laughs> they shot JFK. Uh, uh, what? Shooter on Grassy Knoll and uh, Scientology. Uh, Everybody knows a weasel shot JFK. <laughs> huh? Robot chicken. Oh. Or twist it. it. Bop it. Do it. Shoot it. <laughs> Shoot it. <laughs> Shoot it. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. End it. <laughs> End it. Damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because uh, it is. Suck it. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, the, bo- the bop is in prison. He's like, suck it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> now nobody's, everybody's going to have to be like, what the fuck are they talking about? They're going to have to YouTube the bop it skit from Robot Chicken. Bop it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, Chris. Oh, yeah. Back to Rambo. Rambo. Taken, but Rambo. Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I thought it was a slow start. It was a very slow start. I didn't have to see Sylvester Stallone, like, borderline riding the shit out of that horse. Like, go, go, spin, spin. Well, he's taking his horse to the Old Town Road. I wish they would have played that in this movie. It would have made it better. Ride until he can't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not trying to get copyrighted here. Gosh, man, what are you, new to this? I got my burrows in a bag. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so fucking John Johnny Rambo. Johnny Rambo. He is just hanging out on the farm that he went to in the last movie. He now owns it. I guess his parents both died. So. Which last movie? Four. Really? They're sticking the continuity. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so well, good four, for them. Before he went home, so this one. Terminator's not even doing that. Yeah. Well, fuck. <laughs> don't even start on Terminator. <laughs> Terminator's going from one to this one. So he just kind of hangs there, takes care of his niece, and then some random lady that lives with him, and they never explain who the fuck that is. I thought it was his grandma. Not no. his grandma, her grandma. So his sister. No, because he even says in the. Or wait, no, that wouldn't be his sister. Like her grandma. I don't know. They never explain it because they say. I remember his, her calling her grandma. Is it? I don't know. Because they say that his sister died. I mean, maybe it is his mom that's still alive. But then why would he say, hey, go to your sister's house? To the grandma. I guess if that's what we're going to call her. True. So I don't know who she is. So it's just Rambo, some random ass lady, and his niece. He's been taking care of her because his, his sister died after, shortly after giving birth to the niece, I think. No, it was or like she a, died of a disease or something. Yeah. Of the most one of the worst scenes in the movie where the dad oh, explains oh, to the daughter. Oh, yeah. So, basically, the setup for it is, so the dad left, so that's why Rambo is pretty much like the father character of his niece. Mm-hmm. So, the niece wants to, feel, I, don't, I don't think they give her, they, she has like a name, is it like Fiona or something? I think so, I don't remember. Yeah, so, I'm just gonna, oh, do you want to call her Fiona? Sure. 
So basically, just Fiona getting a text from a friend out of Mexico saying, hey, we found your dad. So she goes. Well, yeah, we get that fucking scene where he's just like... He go he he doesn't like yell it at her. He literally whispers in her ear. You mean fucking nothing. Your mom got a disease and left me with fucking you. I hate you. Yeah, that was a pretty ballsy scene. I was like, God damn, man. Like that's pretty dickish. And then we get oh go ahead. Let's the scene the scene, like, it doesn't like it's not a big deal to me, but it just it never explained it very well. Like, cause it never brought it up before. Like, and I mean, it doesn't technically have to in the bat in the previous ones. His name's John Rambo, and you come to find out that he's, he's Hispanic. He's Hispanic, and you're just like, wait, what? He's, I mean, I don't think it ever brings it up. So. It, it doesn't really matter that it doesn't bring it up. At the same time, it's just like maybe in the first movie, you guys should have been like, here's his mom, like she's Hispanic, and be like, oh, okay. But now it's like. He's Hispanic. It's like, yeah, but he talks Italian. Do they... I mean, I don't know if they ever say he's, like, just Hispanic. I don't, I don't know. Technically, he is because his niece is full-on Hispanic. True. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah, we get that fucking scene where he's just like, you mean nothing. After we had Rambo pour his guts out, like, some men don't change your hearts are all like... And the, the so, best scene where Sylvester Stallone really his acting chops shine. Oh, we're gonna get to that. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh fuck, we forgot it. So uh, Johnny Rambo. No, no, we'll talk. We'll talk about. We'll, we'll get to that. So basically, the niece gets kidnapped while she's down there in Mexico, um, and then put into a sex trade business. Yep. Which causes Ram little Rambo to go down there, find out what's going on, get the absolute shit kicked out of him. Well, no, beforehand. Oh, He beat yeah. the shit out of one guy. <laughs> so, he finds a friend. The friend, then, is the one that actually sold out Fiona. We, yeah, we get a scene where it's pretty much Rambo stalking this one guy. As Marcus is to say, yeah, he beats the shit out of him. He fucking pulls his collarbone out of his fucking skin. Like, you don't understand how he pulls it out. He literally takes the butt end of his knife, hits him as hard as he can, pokes a hole, like, not with the knife, like, just the bottom part of the knife where it's... Like, hits him so hard, it pokes a hole in his part of his collarbone, and he just goes in, grabs pops it, it out. and then breaks it, and just starts pulling out on him, and he goes, I'll take it fucking out. Yeah. Or the best line, of the, don't forget the best line, where the girl goes, are we cool? Fuck off. <laughs> Get away from me. So, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, that, that fucking scene, dude, I remember that, you just hear, like, the bone and the flesh ripping, you're like, God damn and the ca- and you think the camera would pan out and just show the faces and all that no they show the collarbone coming out yeah <laughs> and as rainbow's been like i'll fucking break it and it's like wait who said that <laughs> but yeah then we get the scene where rambo is trying to do his best um kind of he's gonna case the joint and then he gets a shit kicked out of him and a fucking v right i think it's like victor is the main bad guy he gets like the v carved into his face and same with his uh fiona which then leads to no, they just cut their, they just cut his face. I thought no, he also cuts Fiona's face too. No, the, no V, he doesn't V her. He just he, he cuts her face like her uncle's. Oh, but uh, yeah, I thought he carved it into her. I thought he carved the V like for. His it was just a oh. slice. It was borderline like the first movie. They reference a lot of the movies in this movie. Yeah, um, if it's it's not really hard to catch. I mean, if you're a diehard fan, you'll just yeah pick it up like that. Is like oh, that's the first movie. Um, when he's getting like he's in the police lockdown and like 
he's getting flashbacks to Vietnam. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, which then Fiona gets the shit kicked out of her, basically, and she gets used more because now she's made herself, well, Rambo kind of made her known. Yeah. So now she gets punished a lot. It goes pretty fucking dark. Then Logan, I mean, Rambo heals up in a matter of four days. Yes, after having like a concussion and I think like a broken rib too, didn't the the doctor said? Two swollen eyes. Yeah, and he was fine within, yeah, four days. So either he's Dwayne Johnson or Logan. Logan, um, he's better. He's Rambo. Yeah, he's Rambo. <laughs> of course, and this leads Rambo to pretty much murder everything in his path to get his uh, Fiona back. Not just murder, a fucking psychotic murder. Uh, yes, but a montage of murders. Um, yes, he goes into this house, which of course has all the girls. He stabs the absolute shit out of everybody there. He fucking butchers them. Gets to the niece. She ends up dying. Actually, in a really kind of sad scene. Um, she passes away in the Jeep truck with him. Yeah. They're driving back to the U.S. border. And Rambo's kind of confessing, like, you're the only family I've ever had. You know, all this stuff. And then she just slowly dies. Uh, you just see a fucking... You just see him kind of break. And then it leads him to being pissed off and then murdering this entire fucking cartel in one of the most awesome scenes I think I've seen in a while on action. The montage of murders. Yes, he goes to Victor's house, kills all of Victor's men, um, and then, do you want to go ahead, since you fucking love this scene? What is it? Oh, where he's driving down the road. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, build up to this. Oh, okay. So they're like, where's his head? Because, like, camera crews downstairs and, like, but, like, people who own the house are coming up first. So they're, like, they're, like... It's his brother, too. Yeah, and they're, like, where's his head? And it cuts to Rambo in his truck. With the fucking with the head. head. And then, like, and then drops it on, like, the interstate. Like, what was it? Like, the highway? Yeah, the fucking highway. The, and then you're just, like, what the fuck? Yeah, he straight up fucking decapitates Victor. And then fucking pins the picture of his niece to this drug, this dude's headless corpse so his brother can find it. <laughs> just like, God damn, dude. <laughs> Fucking nuts. And they did all this to the soundtrack of Uptown Girl. <laughs> but, um, so then it leads to, of course, the big climactic final showdown between Rambo and Oscar, I think. Yeah, and like a hundred men. Yeah. Um, of course, this gets into the most confusing thing about this fucking movie is apparently while Rambo's been living on this farm, he's been building fucking tunnels for whatever reason. They don't really say besides... Yes, they do. Yeah, he's crazy and weird. That's it. Yeah, that's all you need to know. Yes, he builds, like, what, like three miles worth of tunnels or some shit? Yeah. Lines them with explosives and lights. And then, of course, after he knows that, you know, this cartel's coming to pretty much kill him because of what he did. Yeah. He then, uh... Kevin McAllister's that fucking tunnel like he's getting ready to suit up for Home Alone. He booby traps the fuck out of that thing. And weirdly enough, all the booby traps work. Yes. <laughs> to the point where you're like, don't you think like one guy would have been like, wait a minute. Yeah. If I walk here. <laughs> well, it's Rambo. Yeah, he was in one war though. Yeah. Well, no, because he was in two wars. He was in Vietnam too. He was in Vietnam. He was in, I think he was in Afghanistan, too. I thought he, they, they were like, we're going back to Vietnam. That was in two. 
Yeah, he went back to Vietnam. He fought in Vietnam. Yeah, I know that. He came home in the first one. Yeah. And he got he got sent back, I think, to save, like, POWs. And then three, he went to Afghanistan to save Ross. And then four, he was just fighting Colombians. No, he was in the... Wasn't he in the Philippines? No. Just trying to relax. Just trying to... Philippines are... He was in South America. Just trying to relax, and then it was like... Yeah, it was like a bunch of, like... Pirates? No, I don't think it was pirates. I can't remember. I can't fucking can't remember from four. I can't think of anything from four except for that fifty cal scene. Which let's get into that. <laughs> the whole ending of this, where yeah, it's this fucking Kevin McAllister. It's the mature Home Alone. There, he, there's literally a part of the movie where you're just like, oh my gosh, she's almost done killing all these guys. Wait, where did three other men come from? <laughs> so I don't he, remember counting that many guys coming in that place. Yeah, he booby traps the fuck out of his home. You know, they get ready to storm it, of course. He is, he's prepared. I mean, yeah, like, they make it deadly clear. I mean, they roll up and he's blowing fucking vehicles up. Of course, they get out to try to, you know, move in closer. He's got landmines and shit all over the place. He's got fucking holes where he pops out of and takes pot shots. He set the fuck up for this. Like, he just, like, he knew what he was getting ready to do. Yeah. But he, you know, he is the deadliest machine ever made. You're supposed to die in the first one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyways, of course, that leads to the tunnel scene, which, of course, is in the trailers, and all the booby traps, which, dear fucking God, this scene, this movie at the ending of this, it is wonderful, but it is not as good as the 50 cal scene from 4 where he's shredding dudes just in half, but this one almost stacks up with it. It is fucking awesome. The scene where, like, one of the spiked sticks that's a rake goes and smashes one of the guys in the face but in it indents his face and to look like an e yes and you're just like what the fuck um he makes a little pole arm kind of thing and fucking shoves it in some dude's face out <laughs> in I the eye and out the back of the head then drops down and fucking chops off these guys feet my big thing is i love how 80s this movie is he's yeah it's- the fact that like he's all he's borderline 70 and he's on the ground and he just goes like takes a swipe at some dude's leg, doesn't cut his ankle, chops his fucking foot off, and you're like, how the fuck do you do that at 70? <laughs> not only that, he gets back up and then unloads, like, a whole fucking assault rifle clip into the dude and then vanishes again. Oh, yeah, whenever he would kill a guy, he would just go up to him and just... Yeah. And it was like, they're dead. Why do you keep going? <laughs> then he just vanishes. and impos- Like, seriously, he's like Jason Voorhees in this film. Like, in that whole tunnel scene, he's just going everywhere, murdering everybody without them having, like, a split second to react. The, the best scene is when he goes, he finally gets to the end of everybody. He gets to the guy, and he goes, I could have killed you fucking, like, a hundred times. Five times. Five times. I saved you for last. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, he probably could have. Because he even shows it at one, too. He, like, sees him in the tunnel, and he's like, no. And then he, like, goes back. And he's like, killing the other guys. <laughs> fucking murdering. Because then he makes it better, too, because then he, like, puts a soundtrack on where it's not Johnny Cat is hurt, but the entire song is like, I'm gonna fu- I'm gonna cut you down. And it, <laughs> he cuts them down. Because that's playing, and then it's just a montage of him. Like, he'll put, like, one dude's running, he'll pop around a corner, fucking shotgun blast the face, back behind the corner, somewhere else, dude, dudes fall into a pit, machine gun right to the fucking chest while they're sitting there bleeding out. You're one like, the, one of the bullet, those two bullets he made for his gun. Oh, yeah, the fucking, like, white phosphorus where they, like, set on fire. Or not white phosphorus, like, dragon's breath. Where, yeah, they yeah, catch like, the fuck on fire. He shoots them, and you just see, <laughs> when yeah. you're just like, what was he making? <laughs> where did he get this? The fucking punji spike one where a dude falls in there like 
feet first and he's just fucking caught up in it and everybody's like watching him and then boom boom shotguns to the back of the head because <laughs> like, there's a scene like this movie is not like any movie i've seen where like if there's a kill scene they'll cut away from it and like no, show the, the face the sh- but this movie is like you want to see it yeah and it's like i guess i mean shit there is one scene where he takes a shotgun to a dude's fucking face and you just see like his head disappear in the fucking bottom of his jaw just like <laughs> fucking hanging there. like god damn man <laughs> He's throwing knives. He literally decapitates a dude that walks around the corner. He <laughs> takes them the fuck out. Like, I mean, he had, like... I mean, Jesus. There's There was literally so much hate in this man's heart after his niece died. Yeah. It is so cool because it's one of my... Fa- it's so cheesy, but it's one of my favorite lines. It's the beginning of the film when um, the niece is talking to him about, you know, seeing, her, seeing his dad. Her dad. And he's like, some men don't change. It's just hate in their heart or whatever. And she's like... But you've changed. He's like, no, just put a lid on it. <laughs> and you just can tell, like, when she dies, you can see that fucking lid come off. And he's just like, because, I'm going to kill all of them. Because he's on medication. Yeah. And then, like, he goes to Mexico to try to find her. And, like, he's trying to open the pill bottle. He's like, fuck! And <laughs> yeah. throws it on the floor. And then it just slowly starts building and building. And then when she dies, you just see it come off. And you just see him go, yep, it's going back. It's time to die. <laughs> And, of course, it leads up to the fucking Mortal Kombat scene. So, the last man that he is called. So, it goes to your scene where he's like, I could have fucking killed you five times. Yes. So, he has rigged this entire, like, three miles of tunnels with explosives. He's like, you want to live? Follow the fucking lights! Turns it on, and everything starts blowing up. So, this dude runs out into this barn. It's the the only barn on the farm. He's looking around. You can tell he's scared fucking chillless because this dude just murdered, like, a hundred men by himself. And all it is is two, four arrow shots, two in the arms, two in the legs. And, like, he can't move. Yeah, he fucking pins that dude to the wall. He's like, you know what it feels like to have your heart ripped out? You're going to. And he just, he fucking disembowels this man alive and then pulls out his still-beating heart like he's Kano from fucking Mortal Kombat. You're like, shows him it. Yes, and you're like, what the fuck? Everybody, I know this movie is called Last Blood, but... Don't let the title fool you. We're going to tell you the ending. Yeah, spoilers. Um, he, he, of course, Rambo gets shot, and he sits on the porch on this chair, and you're like, this is it. Rambo's going to die. And then it kind of pans away up to the sky, and you're like, oh, so he did die. Well, then it does a really cool thing, which I really like, so do you. It does a little um, kind of play uh, some certain scenes from all the Rambo films. It's borderline play. like a tribute. It's a, Yeah, it's a tribute to all the Rambo films, and it's really cool because the scenes they picked out were fucking awesome. Um, like, one, for instance, is the uh, M60. Him walking into the town. Yeah, him walking into the town. The M60 scene from the first one where he's just shooting the fucking, like, the streets up. It's in slow motion. Um, I can't, like, the, some of the 50 cal scenes, it's, you know, slowed down. It's where you can actually see it. It's really awesome, but then it, like, it kind of ruins it because then it starts playing clips from the movie we just seen in slow motion. Like, why the fuck is it doing that? And, of course, it, it's a little post-credit scene, kind of, where we see Rambo right off into the sunset again. And you're like, um, what? So we're going to get another one? Yeah, which, I mean, if we do, I'm cool with I mean, this was a dumb action movie. I'm totally fine with it. It's a dumb action 80s film. It's fucking great, it is. It's a. It's a movie. It's a turn your brain off kind of movie. Like if you were like, you want to go see Joker or Rambo? I'd be like, let's go see Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, jo- yeah. You Joker try- looks good, but like Rambo, it's just fucking fun. Do you want to turn your brain off, or do you want to think a little bit? No, I'm gonna turn my brain off. All right, let's go watch Rambo. Let's go watch Rambo. Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically turn your brain off. 
Oh yeah, it's you don't need to think. It doesn't get any deeper than I mean. Besides the whole where he's like talking to his dying niece. Other than that, this is basically like I'm going to murder you, all your friends and family, in the most gruesome fucking way possible, and you're gonna feel every single minute of it. <laughs> but I mean, Jesus. Yeah, I mean he goes nuts. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the creator of Rambo. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but he wrote First Blood, the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually hates this film. The, I mean, I'm guessing he hates, like, all the other three. I don't know. This, apparently this film, um, which is anything nowadays almost, uh, presents, like, tos- toxic masculinity. And I'm like, it's... It's Rambo. What is it supposed to, what is it supposed I mean, to do? I don't think it's... I don't really think it's toxic. I mean, it's just him being... You know what I mean? It's not like portraying a message of like, fuck yeah, kill... You know what I mean? I mean, it's pretty America. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. I think it's just because... I guess it's just because we're you know, killing minorities and it's just like they're just stereotypical like like Mexican gangbangers kind of, I guess that's what they're going for. Like, all like Hispanic people are bad, which, I mean, if you kind of... Well, I mean, I guess they kind of fill that void with like, he's Latino too. And it's like, oh, okay. I mean, I, you know, yeah, it's... I mean, I don't know if... You, they never explain it, but... Yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, if you that's what you. I think. mean, that's borderline the class. That's borderline the classic eighty thing is to be like, there's a different person of a different color. We're well, you know what I mean? Like, him. even if like that's what like, I've seen that is is like it's just very um, uh, how do I put it? It's just um oh it's taking like a poli- political in- uh, it's not being very politically correct with the bad guys because just depicting all Hispanics as like gangbangers and awful people and it's yeah like, and everybody knows that that's not true yeah so it's just like you're solely just doing that just to say it so and I don't like just like Hispanic people just because I watch this film you know what I mean yeah but we don't think like other people where other people are like bad so yeah. like we I said at the beginning of this podcast we huh? don't see color <laughs> wait what we don't see color I don't either yeah but yours is for like one month shut up <laughs> Mine's like for life. <laughs> Shut up. That's why my my life song is uh, doesn't even matter if you're black or white. <laughs> Mine's living color, cult of personality. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know which in- outro song is this song. Uh-huh. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably go with yours. <laughs> which one? You just said it, cult of personality. Oh. Yeah. Are you trying to remember what I said? No. What'd I say? You don't fucking remember, geez, dick. No. <laughs> I said my life song is, uh, doesn't even matter if you're black or white. Michael Jackson. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I just now got the joke, I think. Oh, anyways. Oh, the Michael Jackson part? Yep. So... <laughs> You. <laughs> oh, you want to continue to talk about wrestling, buddy? I'll get in some wrestling. Um, for everybody listening, sorry I was not able to do Hell in a Cell podcast, but WWE's been doing this thing where it's like one minute you're thinking like, all right, the pay per views like next week, and they're just like, nope, it's this week, and it's like, stop trying to compete with AEW for a minute and just do your own goddamn show. Because apparently for Hell in a Cell, guess what they did? Made up matches. What? 
Yeah, they didn't have anything planned out very well. Mm. They were just like, let's make up some shit on the fly. <clears throat> Why? I don't... I don't know. I guess that's just what they wanted to do, so it was like... So how do you feel about the... Um, I, I guess, besides the Hell in the Cell thing, since you watched AEW this week and, you know, also Raw or NXT, how do you feel about that? Um, like we talked... Um, competition like between we them both? earlier with the whole, like, Finn Balor moving and everything. But yeah, I guess all together as a whole... Finn Balor thing is cool because I heard that they're going to have uh, AJ Styles and Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson follow suit. Really? To be... Because they're the club. You got to fill me on this. I don't know. Finn Balor is the originator of the Bullet Club. Oh, really? Yeah, he made it up. I didn't know that. Yep. Was this pre-demon or post-demon? He was demon whenever he was in New Japan. Oh. So you know way more about this than I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, for a while you knew, but then you fucking left me just because of Nicholas. I hate Nicholas. He was on, um, Raw 25. Who, Nicholas? Not Raw 25. He was on one of the episodes. I think it was Raw Reunion or something. He showed up and he was like, they're like, Nicholas, what are you doing? He was like, I'm going to become the 24-7 champion. Wait, what? Yeah. And then he did. See... I hope AEW doesn't pull this shit. I actually kind of want to watch it just now. Just so I can... AEW? Yeah. Well, AEW is actually interesting. Like, a lot of people would say, like, it reminds me of WCW. It does not remind me of WCW at all. What does it remind you of? I don't know. It just reminds me of, like, it doesn't remind me of anything. It's it just... just reminds me of something fucking good. Yeah, I mean, like, when I started watching WWE, I started watching during the era of, uh, like, when Edge and Vicky and stuff were, like, a thing. Yeah. So, like, that, during that time period, and during your favorite wrestler, the Rabid Wolverine. <laughs> what? Don't make fun of the Rabid Wolverine. I mean, I have a lot of reasons why I can make fun of him, but I'm not gonna. Um, hey. I mean, he's still a good technical wrestler. Anyway, he had a good submissionist till the end. Jesus. Choke holes for life. Okay, calm down. Um, but, I like... House of Life. <laughs> okay, stop. <laughs> But he does have one of the best Royal Rumble slash WrestleMania, like, out. It was the small Crispin Wall versus the big show in the Royal Rumble. And Crispin Wall manhandles him out of the ring, which leaves um, him to go on the face. Shawn Michaels and Triple H ends up submitting Triple H and... uh, winning the world heavyweight title had that ending with Eddie so I mean he still has one of the greatest things in wrestling and from what I heard was I think his name's David Benoit yeah I think it's David David I mean, he's uh, trying to get a job at AEW but I think it was like a back hat backstage help because um, I don't think he's a wrestler well he also has the best newscasting in the world who? Yeah. Chris Benoit why? Chris Benoit has now murdered three of his family. <laughs> That's horrible. I'm sorry about that joke. Chris Benoit was one of my favorite wrestlers. Same with Goldberg. Yeah, but, I mean, Goldberg. Now. Hey, tell me another, somebody else you know who's played a killer Santa Claus. Um, The guy who played Krampus? Was he a wrestler? Could have been. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now you don't know what to say. Oh my god. What? Horse and Hag. <laughs> That's something, yeah. We, we didn't talk about that last time, did we? Yeah, we talked about Sadeg. Oh, yeah, we did, didn't we? You were going to go see some movie or something. Oh, Three from Hell, yeah, because they were doing like a... This tribute. week. <laughs> tribute. No, it was last week. When did... Oh, yeah, you didn't come over last week. No, yeah. Because I was... I had to work for 12 hours, and I was just like, I'm not in the mood tonight. Mm. <laughs> Technically, uh, this week, I did the exact same thing, but opposite. Saturday, I worked 12 hours, and then Sunday, I worked 11 hours. Yesterday, I worked 11 hours. Today, I worked 12 hours. <laughs> Tomorrow I'll probably work ten. So man, what's up? This is kind of loose for a podcast. Kind of loose. Yes. We mean. I don't know. Last time we were cracking jokes the entire time because you were making fun of me about watching Magic Mike by myself. <laughs> oh. Um. Gosh, what kind of? Do you just want me to make fun of you real quick? Bring it on, good. <laughs> um. Gosh. I mean, it's so easy, but it's, it's just so hard. <laughs> uh, I'll have to say this, though. Yeah. When are we doing um, the podcast? The, uh, sorry for going off topic. I've been boosting it a lot on here. I thought we were doing like that on Halloween night. Oh, are we? Okay. I don't know if we're going to do it next week. Well, I mean, combined. Because we'll, I mean... I'm off, and I think you're going to stay tonight, right? Maybe. You're going to hang out here all night and do podcast. Maybe it's gonna happen. Don't lie, it's probably gonna happen. Yeah, probably. We'll also probably watch. Um, you'll probably do your episode with me for Black and White Friday Month. Both of them, yeah. Yeah. Frankenstein and Dracula. Yeah. Drag, not not Dracula. We're not gonna do Rob Zombie. We're gonna do Bella Lugosi. So Dracula. But I want the outro song to be Dracula. Okay. Yeah. How about Teenage Ghostbusters Pussy? <laughs> hey, listen to that song. Is it any good? What is it? Teenage Ghost Frotty Pussy. I don't know. I've heard of it. That's on, like, I think it was his newest album. The <laughs> Acid Warlock Satanic Devil Convention. Oh. Boner. I have the album. Or maybe the one before. Or Generation Rat Vendor something. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't about. fucking know. He has these weird ass names for these albums. Let's get to that. What the fuck, man? What's up with these album names? Like, Jesus. I have no idea. What happened to, like, Hellbilly Deluxe, or Past, Present, Future, or Sinister Inc., or... White Zombie. <laughs> yeah. Or Greatest Hits. <laughs> 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 or Sexy Swinging Music to Sex to, or... I don't, I don't, I don't know, there was that one. Or, or American Made Music to Strip to, or... He had, like, a couple porn ones, it sounded like. You know, that's how he got to start... He was a porn? Yeah, not he wasn't in porn, but he was like a cartoonist. I oh think. yeah, he worked for he was a production assistant on P. Herman's Playhouse. That's weird to know. That's I think that's what I never watched Haunted World of El Super Beasto, but isn't it like a porn? I don't know. I think it's like the only Rob Zombie movie I haven't watched. And I then, thought it was The House of a Thousand Corpses. And the, oh, he has two other films. Uh, there's House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, um, the Halloween films. Um, Lord of the Salem. Lord of the Salem, 31, Three from Hell. And then he has Haunted World of El Superbisto. Then one with Nicolas Cage, actually. Yeah, I think it's called The uh, Werewolf Woman of the SS. 
So he has he has nine movies under his belt, and I've seen all of them except the last two. I know him like a lot of them, and I know the haunted. I know I the SS woman or the werewolf woman of the SS has Nicolas Cage in it, mm-hmm. and then the haunted world of El Super Bisto. The only thing I know from that is it has the robot from I think the Phantom Creeps. Yeah. Which of course is like came out on stage with him a couple times. Like I know that's like uh, one of the characters in the move in the, I guess movie. Yeah, and then I I think Sid Haig shows up as Captain Spaulding. I mean, and that's like the only things I know from that film because I haven't watched it. The one thing I want to know is why does he keep um, typecasting his wife in all his fucking movies? I don't know. Just wants to get laid. Well, hey, I think I'm f- I'm fine with it if she's like a supporting character, but like with Lord of the Salem, when she's like the main character, I think that was a little much. I don't know. I can't get in the witch movies. I try to like with the movie Witch. I tried so fucking hard. That was a really good movie, though. It was so slow. Yeah, it was very slow. Um, I had to have like three cups of coffee to be like, all right, let's watch it. I just I think with the Lord of the Salem though, that movie was just so weird to begin with. This is like a record that like turns all the women in Salem, Massachusetts into like witches. Yeah, or something weird like that. Yeah. Yeah, I I tried to get in that movie, I just couldn't. Same with Thirty One. It's just like a more edgier Hunger Games. Thirty One I could probably get into because it's fast paced, but with Lords of Salem, it's just very slow. Like a lot of like uh, the only slowest movie I've ever seen, but I actually stuck with it and it was really good was Hereditary. Yeah, and that is technically like. It's more of a cult witch movie. It's like a, it's like what about witches but a cult? And it's like all right, that's pretty fucking metal. Yeah, I just. Then the son decapitates his sister's head yeah. in the car ride home because she's having an asthma attack and can't breathe and sticks her head out the window. Um, Cut to the scene where the ants and stuff are eating at the head because no one went and picked it up. <laughs> and fun fact for you in the movie. He literally just gets out of the car and goes inside and goes lays down because he's in such shock, which leads the mom to be like, I'm going to go get, I'm going to go grab something. Get opens the car door and she's just laying there. Yeah. Jesus. I haven't watched Hereditary yet. I watched Midsummer, which I know I need to watch Hereditary before first. Why? Because, I mean, I went out of order, I guess. I mean, yeah. they're not sequels, but you know what I mean? Like I watched his later work and his earlier work. Who? Uh, the director, because he did Hereditary and Midsummer. Mm. I can't think of his name right now. Um, but I know everybody's gonna say, com- uh, I know there's like that comparison where Hereditary is better than Midsummer and yeah. Midsummer is better than Hereditary. So I need to see them to both to kind of, I need to see that one to kind of get like a fair opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about the Babadook? Babadook. I never think of that because fully... that's like something I don't know why, but every time I think of Hereditary, I always think of the Babadook. Uh, I, mean, I never like... got the full. I never fully watched. I remember starting it. As we're talking, it's just fucking slow films, man. Like they just fucking. They had. If like... they don't get to the point right away, like I lose. I'm like, I I have ADD. Like oh. it's not like a joke. Like I legit have ADD. Like as soon as they're just like, we'll get to that later. I'm just like, and I'm bored. Yeah, I mean, slow burn films, it takes a lot for me to get into, but I, I really do enjoy them, especially if they kind of build up to something insane. Yeah, but, like, if I'm watching a movie, I want to borderline be like, I want to watch this again later. Yeah. Not a movie where it's like, I don't want to have to fucking build my courage up to watch this. Like, there's some movies that I have that I, it's like, 
a one and I'll have to watch it like a few months later. Like, there's like certain movies I have that's like a mood kind of thing where it's like yeah, yeah. So I mean, Hereditary I feel like it's gonna be like one of those movies where I have to be in the mood to watch it. Yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah, I mean, other than that, it's not a bad film. Mm. Well, might as well just end it here. The 40-minute mark. You don't want to talk more about Lando Rising? Uh, nope. Why not? They should have listened to that one on the last episode. You don't want to talk more about Bill Cosby as Lando Carillion? Nope. Chua ass. <laughs> Chua ass. All right, we're going to, on that note... <laughs> go ahead and plug your shit, brother. Okay, yet again... If you are cur- if you love horror movies, check out Slash the Supreme Podcast. I'm doing a black and white fright fest this entire month looking at the grandfathers of ho- modern horror. I mostly look at the parents, but I'm going back to the grandparents to show some love. Something me and my family used to do every Friday night is watch black and white classic monster movies. So I decided to stretch it out for the entire month of October. And get a paycheck. No. <laughs> and uh, possibly do a parody song. For Halloween. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, yes, Marcus will be on my show next week, and he was on it this week for my favorite movie, The Wolf of the Wolfman, with Lon Chaney Jr. Next week, we'll be doing his two picks, Dracula starring Bella Lugosi, and Frankenstein starring Boris Karloff. And I never told him, but I'm going to pick one more, but not on the podcast, oh. after. So, until next time, this has been another edition of the Barleycast. Say it, Chris. Jesus. Not that one. It's see ya. No. Say see ya. See ya. There you go.